Hello, hello to the Props Network listeners. This is TPN The Walk-On. I am Joel Walkowski coming to you live. If you're watching on Twitch, if you're watching on a stream from the Bet Bunker in Bushwick. It is a dreary day in Brooklyn, New York. The Props Network. Do we need to go outside and shower? No, because we all took a bath on the Carolina <laughs> Panthers last Very night. Very bad. The brand was supporting the blue and silver, and we've been laid bare and exposed as the amateurs that know we are pros. Everyone was going to take the Panthers there. Who knew the Falcons were going to bounce back from another deflating loss? Bridgewater. Bridgewater has to be overrated just because people like that name, Teddy Bridgewater. But you know what? We're moving on. The sun is coming out, and the outlook for the weekend is strong. Here to go to the week through the weekend with me, and fresh off the heels of his picking every game column to go through the props for the weekend for the Friday props drop, the 52-yard man, the survivor fiend, Steve Clark. Yo. What's Yo. up, Steve? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. You know what? You know what? I took the Falcons last night. What? Oh, but in your article, didn't you pick the Panthers? I did. And then I saw someone pick the Panthers on Twitter and I faded them. <laughs> oh, are, are you fading someone from the Props Network? I'm fading someone from the Props Network and I'm name about names, Steve. Name 80, names. About 85% when fading them. <laughs> <laughs> someone who's one in seven on the props network uh yeah it's great i i definitely thought the panthers were gonna win i saw that someone took them and i said i'll put ten dollars on that and boom easy <laughs> easy ten dollar win you, you, um, steve sam here you did you did see that we tweeted your your pick out like and hyped it up right like so like if you're gonna yeah. page your own picks you gotta reply to that tweet and say like hey actually guys Here's the other thing. I think whenever you tweet my picks, which you should continue doing, it's good for the it's good for the website. Mm-hmm. I think I get the Thursday night game wrong every time. Oh. <laughs> also, and the Sunday night games are the hardest. The hardest. Game the hardest. I think I'm like, how many weeks have there been? Seven. I think I'm like two and twelve on thursday night and monday or sunday night games they're impossible to get really hard except for this weekend this weekend i mean you gotta blindly back both favorites on sunday and monday eagles and buccaneers oh yeah yeah i don't know and i hate the new york giants i've been getting clapped back from our viewers for the giants you know the nfl trade deadline is coming up you would expect to be the the giants to be sellers right you would well, my Detroit Lions cannot do any business because Dave Gettleman keeps guys- calling us trying to get Kenny Galladay. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They gave away Odell. They don't want to pay a receiver. We've got the biggest game in the Patricia era looming this Sunday. We will lose. And they're just trying to get Galladay. It's ridiculous. I'm going to have an aneurysm. I'm so upset about just the idea of them even trying to do that trade. But what can you do? Um, tr- you guys got Everson Griffin, though. We do, and I'm not going to count that until he gets out of COVID protocol. We can't use him against the Colts this week when oh. he'll be really a nice piece to have out there. Yeah. But against all odds, Patricia, the defensive coordinator, has a somewhat respectable defense. And they pulled through in that game on Sunday, too. I had 
them losing. I had their, I had the Falcons second half for them. And then the lions screwed me with that last second touchdown. A, com- a Falcon second half bet. Dude, Dude, I thought a Lions second half bet. There's no way. Yeah, but, but then the Falcons out Lions the Lions. Yeah, and Stafford, he does have those comebacks in his on his resume. There's something that he's known for. If he played every game, every possession like it was a two minute drill, I would love to see that kind yeah. of Jim Kelly ish offense. That is true. He, yeah, he he's great. The Falcons are a nightmare, and then they 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 won last night. Two. They- impossible to guess but you're up right you're on a hot streak thanks to the world series are you not i'm doing really good right now well i went eight five and one last week on nfl bets five and one on world series and then depending on how you look at it i'm either one or no or oh and one this week <laughs> if you count my column i'm going one i'm gonna go by the bylines here so <laughs> oh and one yeah like every piece of logic i have i'm oh and one yeah, and um, so and that's amazing because I thought the Dodgers were one of the hardest teams for that Vegas made it so hard to make any money on the Dodgers, and they came through. The, yeah, they were they were favored by one and a half almost every game, so things really worked out for us. And those two unders in the last two games really helped me out too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, baseball over unders um, is just. It's a guessing game. <laughs> yeah, that's truly, truly erratic. Yeah, <laughs> you could. I, I could. I would. I was tempted to go unders, but you know, we talk about my bad track record with, you know, the Sunday and Monday night game. Over unders are really tough. I really only touch them if I'm doing a six point tease. That's been a, a play I've really enjoyed doing. You do a favorite with the tease of the over, and it it's been a good play. I did it successfully a few times last weekend with uh, the chiefs i believe yep i teased the chiefs last week too okay so you want to kick us off on the friday props drop let's do it yeah so my first pick is henry ruggs over 75 receiving yards against the cleveland browns Ooh. uh cleveland secondary is garbage they're the third worst passing defense in the NFL. They give up 288 passing yards per game. Uh, I know Ruggs hasn't been super heavily involved up till now. He only gets like three or four targets a game. But John Gruden came out this week and said, we need to get Ruggs more involved. And they do. There's no reason Nelson Aguilar gets 10 targets a game and Ruggs gets three. Um, and Ruggs is, the downside of this is that Ruggs might be too talented to really reach his full potential under Derek Carr. Like he's someone oh, yeah. who can totally takes the top off a, off a defense. He's someone who can get the ball to underneath. And I would really love to see them like set up rugs with this Josh Jacobs oriented passing game. He just doesn't seem like he's been used correctly. And to your point, he's totally due. He's due. Yeah. I mean, he had a huge game a few weeks ago where he had like three catches for 120 yards. That's the thing about this too. Over 75 he can get that in two catches. So he doesn't need that many targets. And plus 190 is incredible value. Yeah, what do you think his yards per catch is so far on the season? Ooh, I would guess 27. 26.5. Not bad, Steve. You did it. And you know what? Him, Jerry, Judy, I don't think you've seen the production, but just watching as many games as I have, they have plays where... 
the just sheer ability there. When the Raiders played the Patriots, he was consistently torching Stefan Gilmore and Derek Carr couldn't get him the ball. Yep. So, yeah, I really like that pick. I think there's a really good value there. I was going to start it otherwise, but I have a similar bet for a receiver to hit 75 yards with a good payout. I'm talking Demare Bird, 75 Ooh. yards plus 275. Wow. And I know it's a tough matchup. I know the Bills have a pretty talented defense, but early in the season when Cam was most comfortable as a pocket passer, it was throwing to Bird. And for them to really get back on track, I think they're going to need to feature Bird in that offense. Yeah. He's I, yeah. Well, and Edelman just had surgery, didn't he? Yeah, Edelman had surgery. Nikhil Harry, like sometimes a, the reaction to a fan base will just kind of stop a player from succeeding. Yeah. <laughs> and like you see that with Patriots receivers more often than not. Their track record of picking that position, you're going to need the guys to succeed. So Nikhil, I think it's just a loaded situation there. So yeah, I think Bird is a good candidate at plus 275. Yeah. That's a $10 bet for me. Can't beat those oh, odds. And that's a game where I'm very interested in it, but I can't really find a way, find a, a take one way or another in terms of handicapping. Right, 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 right. Man, the Patriots look so bad. But yeah, it's it's Belichick, so anything could... You can't bet against him consistently. Yeah, it's Belichick, and this is the sort of offense that the Belichick defense is traditionally pretty well prepared for. So, I mean, we've seen so many games of them versus running quarterbacks over the years versus teams that they want to take the top off the defense. And I think they'll be able to have a bounce back game defensively. And yeah, I don't know how to bet on the outcome of that game, but I like bird here. Yeah. I like that pick. Boom. All right. Check this one out. I took a similar pick to this a couple of weeks ago and it paid. It seems like this is something I'll be doing a lot this year. Titans over 29 points. At minus 115. I love that. It's against the Bengals, whose defense has been bad. They gave up 28 points per game. Um, The Titans have scored over 30 points in four of their last five and over 40 points in two of their last five. They're an over machine. Um, And the the Titans defense is also not great. So the Bengals will score some points in this game. So the Titans will have to continue putting on points to maintain a lead if they have the lead, which I think they will. Um, yeah, 29 points. I think they get into the 30s. Also, points bet has the points band. So if you want to go 31 to 40, not a bad bet there either. I think you get a little better value. I like the bands bets. The bands bets are fun. And, you know, you're kind of messing around with a confidence interval. But if it creeps too high, it get, the sweat comes back. Yeah. <laughs> the bands, like the process as a gambler is like, such a more exhilarating ride. Yeah. And, you know, there's a reason those payouts are increased on the bands. Yeah. Yeah. And along those lines, my favorite bet on the board this week is the Titans. I got them at five and a half. That line's at six here. I still like that. Just because yep. the amount of dissension coming out of the Bengals defensive line room is pretty crazy. <laughs> they shipped out Carlos Dunlap. Both starting tackles have been sent home from practice on different days due to their level of frustration. So 
I know they played tough against Cleveland last week, but that's a divisional foe that they played each other already this year. I don't think Zach Taylor can coach. I think he's just really made his reputation in his first career game and has coasted since then. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I also think the Titans win this, but like for some reason in the back of my head, the five and a half, I feel like the Bengals can cover because of how close the Titans games always are. The Titans always win by two points. That's true. And, you know, I do think the Titans are going to come back to earth at some point in the year. Just the they're missing their two most important linemen from last year. They lost yep. Jack Conklin to the Browns of free agency. And now Taylor Luan is out for the season. And like, I have to imagine this run game isn't just going to continue to just go off without right. a pitch. Yeah. Okay. So I've got two here. You can pick which one I'm going to bet. Okay. <laughs> And, you know, I am a homer. You know I like a certain quarterback from Alabama starting in Teal this weekend. We have either Tua over 231.5 yards, minus 115, or you can do zero picks for plus 154. I think I would take the the yards. Yeah, the yards is probably the way I'm going to go, but the zero picks, it just kind of goes to me like they're, they're going to have him on a, a very strict game script. He'll know exactly what the throws are, at least for like the first 15 play calls going sure. into it. And two is like a pretty pragmatic quarterback outside of all his skills. Like he doesn't force throws whatsoever. So I'm good with either of those. Um, the Rams game, that's a, that's a really tough one. I'm inclined to go with the Rams there, but... I really just want to have a vested in interest in Tua in his first game. Yeah, I I mean, people seem to think that Tua is going to give this team a better chance than Ryan Fitzpatrick was giving the team for some reason, even though Fitzpatrick was p- playing like an above-average quarterback. I just don't see it in his first-ever start, but hopefully I'm proven wrong because it'd be fun to see him just go bananas, even though it will be against the Rams. But what a tough task. To go against Aaron Donald in his first start? Against Aaron Donald in his first start, but if if Tua can get past his first two starts, which are the, the Rams are coming to town, then they're going to Arizona, who Arizona's without their best pass rusher. Yep. They actually, they actually have the schedule really breaks wide open for them. And I think the Dolphins actually have a, a path to the postseason if Tua's adept. And that leads me to think that maybe Tua 16 to 1 for rookie of the year could be a good proposition. Interesting. This late in the season, you think you could catch up to Herbert at this point? Well, I mean, if the Dolphins make the postseason, and again, he's got starts coming up against Chargers, Broncos, Jets, Bengals. So, I mean, if he's able to go maybe 5-2 and two in his first seven games, which seems pretty reasonable, wouldn't that vault him ahead of these quarterbacks from losing teams? Good question. I don't know. Herbert's having like a historic rookie season, though. Like he's having a Patrick Mahomes rookie season. He he absolutely is. I agree with you there. But he also plays for a team without a real fan base, without the (laughs) people championing them in the national media. Like the Chargers are the witness protection program. (laughs) At the end of Goodfellas, Henry Hill becomes the Chargers backup quarterback. (laughs) That is true. Um, here, here's, here's a bet that you might enjoy in the lions Colts game. 
I am betting that there will be a fourth quarter comeback at plus 295. Wow, that is a fun line. And just how we had to deal with that Falcons heart attack last week, we have we're just playing our reflection every week. And <laughs> now we have Bill Rivers. This is like Matt Stafford is in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, and you know better than anyone the Lions fourth quarter situation. They either lose it in the fourth quarter or they come back and win in the fourth quarter. Like 80% of their games are decided in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's almost as though um the human body has limits and you shouldn't be playing man coverage for six. Exactly. Who's to say? Yeah. And this is a, the spreads two and a half. So this is going to be a close game. Um, is it? What do you think is going to happen? I think the Colts roll us. Oh man. Okay. I, do. I think they're a good, a, they have a better coach. They're coming off a bye, and they have a good record, but they haven't been healthy on defense at any point in this season. They're getting Darius Leonard back at 100%. And my question for the Lions here is, I think they have to score 24 points to have a chance to win. I don't know if that happens. The play calling is atrocious here. They <laughs> love to hand the ball off on first and second down to DeAndre Swift. No. To on Johnson. Of course not. To a retread taken off the scrap heap a day before the season started. You got it. Adrian Peterson's getting 12 carries a game for about 20 yards. Yeah. And which would be fine, except DeAndre Swift is averaging five and a half yards per carry. <laughs> yeah. His ceiling is Alvin Kamara. And we're just like, nah, we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's often along your lines. I actually like the under on Stafford passing yards, 273.5. And that's. That my logic for that is I think the Colts are able to get five yards behind Quentin Nelson anytime they want. I think the clock's going to be running if the Colts can do what they intend on doing. So I don't think Stafford's going to hit those numbers. Also, hot take from watching the game last night. Teddy Bridgewater throws like Phillip Rivers. He does. He absolutely he does. This type of thing and pushes it. Yeah. Yeah, the arm stops five different times on his release. <laughs> you could make a, a claymation out of Teddy Bridgewater or Phil Rivers, no problem. <laughs> and in this game, um, the Lions do have a beautiful... I, I'm not going to officially take this pick, but the Lions have a beautiful way of making washed-up players relevant again. So I think you want to look at T.Y. Yeah. Hilton over four-and-a-half receptions. Oh yeah, that's pretty low. He's been, I can't understand why his year why he's having the year he's having. Well, he's actually I've watched a lot of the Colts and he he's his hands have not been up to par. He's had yes. a, a lot of drops so far this season, which is very uncharacteristic for him. Yes, I watched there was a game I watched because I not to talk about fantasy. I had to slot him in at flex cuz I had a couple bye weeks that week. And he had like three really good, like long chunk plays that got called back for penalty. I feel like he's just one of the most unlucky people in the NFL. Hey, I mean, he, Andrew Luck retired. That alone makes the case. <laughs> we know that his career is defined by him not having luck. So sure. <laughs> um, all right. You want me to do another one? Yeah. I'm going over to this Chiefs Jets game. All right. 
Yeah. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes under 274 and a half passing yards. Just because here's the game script I'm imagining is going to be Chiefs jump out to 24 point lead in the first half. Second half, they hand the ball to Le'Veon and Clyde and let them go to work. Um, and it's a Le'Veon revenge game. He could see 20 touches. He absolutely could. And do you want to expand on the Mahomes thing at all? Because I got I got a line. No, that's I mean, the logic is really just I don't think they'll have to throw that much. And I, I am there. Sam, you ready? You ready to tweet at points bet? <laughs> I was looking for this. I wanted to pick this so badly. Give me the line uh, on a Le'Veon Bell touchdown this Sunday. You know Andy Reid's giving it to him. And also, just by the fe- sheer metric of them like playing against his former team, Le'Veon's been involved in the game plan. He's probably been ho- helping the coaches like prepare for, I guess you could call it a Jets defense. And... I think they're probably going to like reward how active he's had to been in prepping for this game and giving him additional touches. You know what's you know what's funny, you guys? You both picked this one, I believe. Yeah. So Joel, I found the Le'Veon touchdown on a, a sports book not to be named. It was at two hundred five plus two hundred five. Yes, all day. And like this is a this is a line just by virtue of it being so big. I was like, I have to take the Chiefs here. In my gambler video, I only picked the Chiefs and I put pick made 19 points for all of the 19 points I expect them to cover. <laughs> <laughs> so I th- I think points bet will have this one on the board, but like is there another Le'Veon Bell prop that we could cook up now? You know, something a little more exotic, perhaps, from uh, Mr. Bell. Jeez, um, I'll do 50 yards and a touchdown. Oh, a combo. Okay. So yeah. Le- 50 plus yards and scores a touchdown. Yeah, because I think that's a safe bet. And I think that could probably move it from like plus 205 into the plus 300 range. Oh, yeah. Yep. That, that would be really a nice number for us. All right. Yeah. So we're going to tweet that at hashtag name a bet at points bet USA. And uh, they take requests. So hopefully they'll hook it up. That'd be um, sick. Oh, We've got a dog in the room. We've got a wild animal. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I love you on pick. I looked specifically for that because I was like, there's no way he's not getting. Oh, we have a co-host. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you did your prep earlier in the day than me. I did my prep at like two in the morning after my fiance had gone to bed. So I wasn't really going from site to site searching for the Le'Veon Bell prop bet that I needed to. Okay, and my headphones are now unplugged. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah just laughing up we got a dog in the room oh, it's going I, wild here <laughs> the camera just shifted too no I'm, one don't worry i'll feed her the lion's helmet don't only worry. dog on the lions has ever seen griffin he tweeted that out himself <laughs> okay so uh, the, the camera's now been bumped uh i just got hit in the nuts i don't have a headphones and um this is the kind of podcast quality you expect from the prop network. <laughs> Will the picks be right? Maybe. Will the guy get hit in the nuts? You know it. Um, how many picks do you have left? I've got four left. All right. So you're up. Unless you, yeah, you go. I, I let me do an ad read to settle myself after that <laughs> that that bit of chaos. So Sounds good. You know, if you don't like getting hit in the nuts with a dog. Um, you might like BetMGM Sportsbook. 
And of course, they are live for legal betting in Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, and West Virginia. Maybe Tennessee soon, huh? As of, I think they're opening today in Tennessee. And are you betting on NFL or college football this season? Take some of that action to BetMGM, official sportsbook of Jamie Foxx and the Detroit Lions. Why? Because for a limited time, BetMGM has a special signing bonus for Props Network listeners. All you have to do is create a new account at BetMGM and use code WALKON20 to get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $500. That's right. Just enter code WALKON20 and up to a $500 bonus bankroll is yours. Then you will enjoy all that BetMGM has to offer, like earning $10 free bets every week in the Money Monday Club. And that's the right timing for a free bet. Like, that's very considerate of the gamblers because $10 Monday night, you're a little bit tired from all your gambling on NCAA, NFL. So it's nice to have just a little something to throw out there, like Steve with his Falcons bet yesterday. And they also have new multi-sport parlay boosters and the new edit my bet feature that allows players to change their bet tickets after they are submitted. So try BetMGM with code WALKON20 now while the offer lasts. Must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Great. Great. I just needed to settle down, feel like a podcast host again for a moment there. Sorry about that, uh, fellas. It's okay. I didn't know a dog could open a door like that. Yeah, (laughs) that door has a code that you must punch in. That's on you for giving the dog the door code. (laughs) Oops. Pop all over that thing. I think action's on me. No? Yeah, go for it. Um, I've got another one from the Jets-Casey game, a game that just seems designed for us gamblers. Jets, zero touchdowns, plus 310. (laughs) I like that. You don't even think in garbage time they'll get in the end zone? Maybe, but wasn't that the Jets' best game last week against Buffalo? It absolutely was their best game. They had a couple well-executed drives early on. They were up to a 10-0 lead and and gave up six field goals. (laughs) So given how that's how the game went, I can't imagine what's left in the bag here. Yeah, I think they really they really went all out last week. Left it all in the field to be to be beat by six field goals. And then I think they're without their number one receiver. Brashad Perriman is playing hurt. I don't expect Denzel maybe Denzel Mims can come through and Jameson Crowder should be back, maybe. I heard I heard Crowder was out. Yeah, as of yesterday, he like he was going to be out. So yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't see how they move the ball in a meaningful way. And this will be a good opportunity for the Chiefs to actually, you know, build some esteem as a defense. They've actually been making a lot of plays in the secondary. Sorensen's been a really great complement to that entire team. So I think the Chiefs' defense might be the best it's been out of the past three years, and we could see that come into play with this bet. That'd be great. They got me a lot of uh, a lot of moolah on DFS last week. I had them. They had two defensive touchdowns, or they had a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown. Beautiful, and that that's that's nice. That was smart. You on DFS, you take the defense playing in the snow because yep. you would think that snow games are conducive to like low scoring affairs, which is true. But there's actually an opportunity for a lot of crazy big plays and turnovers. Yep. So, oh yeah. yeah. All right. 
the I'm going to this Battle of the NFC East game, John, or Eagles, Cowboys. And I'm going to take Travis Fulgham. From over, Old Dominion? Yes, over 61.5 receiving yards. Um, right. here's, the, here's my only concern is that uh, the rookie whose name escapes me right now is coming back. Jalen Rager is coming back. Rager. But you, don't, but you don't think Fulgham has established himself as a stud? Like I, he- I do. So let me let me go through these numbers I've pulled. Since week five, Fulgham is averaging over 11 targets per game and over 100 yards per game. Pretty insane. He's I think he's the first one in Eagles history to do that in his first three games. Um, Cowboys defense, as we all know, is so bad and they're just giving away people at this point um and the eagles don't really have a bell cow i think miles sanders is going to miss the game again boston scott's good but he can't take on you know 15 to 20 carries on his own so they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit and yeah fulgham over 61 and a half receiving yards not a lot of receiving yards my only concern again jalen rager and that the cowboys might be so bad that the eagles jump out to too big of a lead to to need to throw the ball yeah, and there aren't any prop bets on the Danucci over. Um, I'm going to be blindly backing all Danucci overs. I'm yes. going to be betting him for NFL MVP because <laughs> as a member of the media, he does already have my vote. <laughs> what a name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just feels like seeing a name like Danucci, I expect him to be starting against Ken Stabler or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for this game. I, I I hope he goes off. I hope Danucci absolutely goes nuts. You don't think it'd be fun to put like $5 on this Cowboys money line Sunday night? Like, oh, for sure, because you really have no idea what's going to happen, at least is, on offense. What's the line right now? Um, It's Eagles by eight and a half. Cowboys money line is like plus 430, I see. And... Is there? Let me just check. I don't mean to give the dead air, but I am looking for these Danucci markets right now. <laughs> I didn't see any player props on that game yet on the uh, U.S. books. No, yeah, they've got them for Carson Wentz. Okay, got them for Fulgham. They've got them for Zeke. This is Danucci biased. It's just it's similar to National Indigenous Peoples Day. They're just trying to take something else against away from the good Italian Americans of this country. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Okay. Um, I think a big a, a game that looks like a no-brainer when you look at it on the schedule is probably Packers at Vikings. Packers are getting touchdown-ish, but the weather is is actually going to be really bad in okay. Chicago, in Green Bay, and that leads me to believe under for Aaron Rodgers, two hundred and eighty-four and a half yards. That number feels that number feels too high for the the way the weather is going to be. So I'm I'm going to support that. And again, if the Packers are going to be successful in this game, they should be ahead. But right. the the weather is just going to make it be a little slower, more ground based affair. Yeah, looking at the weather is always a good way to to bet props like that. Um, hate it though. Like last night, that weather was insane. And yet, if you had Young Way Koo on like a DFS lineup, you made 
you made money. Who would know? A kicker would go crazy in the rain. But yeah, I like that. Because even though Aaron Jones is probably out, Jamal Williams is a very serviceable running back. They're probably going to try to get Dylan more involved on the ground. The Vikings secondary is really bad. But like you said, hopefully they don't have to throw too much. Yeah, but the wind there on Sunday is projected to be 27 miles per hour. (laughs) That's insane. That is insane. Yeah, so 27 miles an hour, like that's going to really affect the ball in the air. This game could get wonky. The Saints-Bears game could get wonky. I think those are universal stayaways for gamblers unless you're looking at the props market for under on passing yards. Very nice. Uh, Let me go back to this Eagles game because I just saw we had a comment about it as well. I'm going to take that back up for you here. I'm going to take the Eagles to go over 25 and a half points. Oh, easy. Brady's saying there's no way the birds lose. I agree. But just wait until Danucci goes nuts. Yeah, he's going to throw a touchdown pass. And you know how Joe Horn um, hid the cell phone? Yeah. I, I understand. I've got sources in uh, Lincoln Financial Field. He's hidden un- uncooked Alfredo pasta <laughs> in the goalposts. He's going to pull it out. He's going to snap that pasta. That's the Danucci celebration. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's fair to our Italian American audience. Okay, so. That's true. Uh, sorry, um, he'll be mean to his wife after <laughs> <laughs> scoring a touchdown. <laughs> um, Eagles over. The Cowboys are giving up 35 points per game this season. That's insane. The Eagles offense, you know, they're not great, but who do the Cowboys have that's going to cut? Like, they have no pass rush. Their entire linebacking core is injured. They're injured. You know, they just traded away Everson Griffin. They released Ontari Poe because he was 30 pounds overweight, I guess. Um, I feel like this is an, the only concern, of again, is if the Cowboys can't score any points with Danucci, the Eagles could just take their, you know, 21 to 7 win. But hopefully the Cowboys put up enough points where the Eagles have to have to keep scoring. Yeah, and in a divisional game where there is the hatred here, the Eagles, their offense has been so bad this year, but I don't think that's a function of poor team building like it is in Dallas. I think the Eagles have just been particularly snake bit by injuries. So it's not like it's like, oh, their offensive line is completely out. Oh, the receiving core is completely out. And they've somehow been able to weather it. So they're close to they're the healthiest they've been so far. So yeah, it should be the best uh offensive performance for them. Also, you know, Rager. Fulgum, and they're getting a complement of weapons back. Agreed. Okay, so game of the week this weekend, it's got to be Baltimore at Such a Steelers. Yeah. Steelers, I mean, it's the line's three and a half here in favor of Baltimore. Do you have a pick on the line? I took Steelers. I think I got them at plus five, though. I might have bought a point or so. Yeah, I mean, if you can get Steelers at four and a half, I think four is a line here. Over four, probably Steelers. Under four, probably Baltimore. And I think Baltimore, I like Mark Andrews to hit 75 yards at plus 120. The receivers have been, Hollywood Brown's been kind of a disappointment. Mark Andrews is, the names, the, there's so many stars on that team. He really flies under the radar He's an amazing player at his position. This new crop of tight ends is really something to 
to see. Yeah. And he's leading the way. And you know, the Steelers defense gets a lot of praise for being like the best defense in the NFL, but their secondary has been giving up a lot of yards and some points. Really, their pass rush is like their best in the NFL, probably, but behind them, they don't have a lot of good stuff going on. And why is their pass rush the best in the NFL? Because their linebackers blitz. And if the linebackers are are blitzing, I don't know who's going to cover a tight end. If you put a safety like Minka Fitzpatrick on Mark Andrews, Mark's probably able to use his frame and create a mismatch. So I don't think the Steelers have the exact personnel or game plan to account for him. So I think he's the biggest part of the Baltimore passing game this weekend. Just this weekend, though, because next weekend when Des Bryant gets called up... <laughs> We're going to see some 2011 Des Bryant highlights. Man, they've been like, I was reading something about the Ozzie Newsome like era this on my way over here. And they've been circling Des Bryant for years, years since the pre-draft process. They've never lost interest. Yeah, it's kind of insane. How old is he? Let me look. Des Bryant. Des Bryant is 31. I could have sworn he was like 36. This man is 31? But he's about to have a birthday next week, so he'll be 32 on November 4th. Yeah, it's a little closer to where I thought. Happy have birthday, Dez. Have we seen any any video yet of Dez working out or anything? Like Any indicators of, like, could this really be something? I have no idea. I think really his biggest asset is his size. So, like, if he's running, if he's running like Gronk, He'll still make some catches because of his size. Yeah, and he can be like a second tight end in that offense just because he's so bulky. Like he's yeah. 220 pounds next to Hollywood Brown. That might be a nice – it might be nice to have a really big-framed receiver there. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to see some Dez. Hopefully he gets off that practice squad. We're all we're all rooting for you, Dez. Come on the show also. Yeah, Dez, we'd love to have you. We will, No questions about your mom, I promise. <laughs> Um, all right, my last my last prop. I couldn't find a line on it. It's been a little tricky to find certain lines. Um, but I'm going to take Mike Evans to score a touchdown or Mike Evans to, to get a bunch of yards. I don't know, maybe over 75, depending on which, which line you find better value on. Let's go with a touchdown. Yeah, and Mike Evans is the forgotten man of this NFL season. He's not utilized in this offense the way I expected him to. And my first reaction when they got Antonio Brown is, oh, I like the Bucs because they had this dynamic young receiving core. Now that dynamic young receiving core is an afterthought. Like, we've watched Scotty Miller, like, really excel and become someone you want to cheer for in this role. Yep. And now that role is being given to Antonio Brown. I don't yeah, and he, I mean, that's another thing to look for next weekend. Because if Godwin's still out next week, I can see where Antonio Brown fits into the offense, and it, it's perfect. But yeah, what if they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller loses his spot, which stinks because he's really good, and he's fun. It's fun to watch a little white guy run like a 4 3 40. Um, and we've seen Brady loved Amendola, Scotty Miller has Amendola written all over me, runs that wheel route. He goes over the middle. He takes screens. He does all the glue guy receiver jobs. Yeah. Antonio Brown is amazing at, but you got to have Antonio Brown in your locker room. I don't know about that. Yeah. But this Mike Evans pick, I pulled some numbers for this. Uh, Chris Godwin's out. Like I mentioned, 
In the three weeks Godwin has been has been hurt this year, Evans has averaged nine targets per game. And the games that Godwin has been in this year, healthy playing, Mike Evans has averaged three targets per game. In two of the three weeks that Godwin's been out, Mike Evans had over 100 yards. And in all three of the games Godwin's been out, he has scored a touchdown. Yeah, and really in Mike Evans, like if you look at his his game splits, it's not a it's just some games he isn't targeted. When he's targeted, he puts up pretty good splits. Like when he has over five targets on the year, he's scored in every game. Those are the games that Godwin's been out. Exactly. So they're actually poor Tampa Bay. Because of injuries, you're gonna have to use your all pro receiver. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do that. I know this is Ronald Jones's team. But, you know, you might want to use NFL's Carl Malone on this one. <laughs> yeah. So if you can find his touchdown prop, I would take it. Oh, yeah. I'll be I'll be looking for that one. And my last one, it kind of goes with the two of picks. Um, Mike Kosicki, oh, over 34 and a half yards. Yeah. Quarterbacks love tight ends. 34 and a half is not in line with Gasicki's production. And yeah. As we go through these week after week, it just feels like the secondary tight ends, there's great value in their receiving yardage line. We saw it last time we talked about the Hawkinson line, and we're seeing it now with Gesicki over 34 and a half. That line, it should get obliterated, right? I would think so. And the Rams aren't known for having the best linebackers. Um, uh, Yeah, and we're not going to – yeah. I, I love that pick. That seems really low. I didn't I didn't find uh, a price on that one. What would you price that at? Gesicki, he's minus 115. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Yeah, and like he's had a few big games this year, and but really when he's been healthy, he's been one of the biggest passing weapons on that team. So 34 and a half seems doable. Yep. And to, uh, yeah, like you said, rookie quarterbacks tend to n- need a safety blanket, especially with a pass rush. Um, he should be open underneath for like five catches and 50 yards or something. So he, yeah, I, I really like that pick. Yeah. And that's someone where, you know, to, uh, he, he's just going to be emphasizing the tight end. Like it's going to be out there in the read because that's just an easier throw to make than to receivers. Most times. Yep. Can't wait for that game. That is the one. It's all about the one and four o'clock slot. So, Clear out your Sunday, get your chores done in the morning, take your wife out to dinner at eight o'clock. And that time in the middle, that's yours. That's where the action is. You don't really care about Eagles, Cowboys. You don't need to watch Giants, Bucks on Monday. It's all about. I, I care. I care about Eagles, Cowboys. You care about Eagles, Cowboys? Yes. All right. Well, you're going to take your wife out to an Italian restaurant. You're <laughs> going. Yeah. I mean, Danucci's on a roll, free eggplant roll a teeny for everybody. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely roll a teeny before you go Cowboys. <laughs> if, if they win, I'm getting a Danucci jersey. I'm wearing it on air Hell the rest yeah. of the year. <laughs> Got to do if, it. If the Cowboys win? If the Cowboys win. All right. I'm, I'm going to put $15 on it to cover the Danucci jersey. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go like official NFL.com store for that. You're going to go to. I only get my jerseys from China. The NFL markup's terrible. You, 
you can get them from China for 25 bucks. That's where I got my Lions Kaepernick and where I got my more embarrassing Lions Hawkinson. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, do we have any more game pre- game lines? I'm out. Two? That's all mine. Okay, so what's what's your biggest what's your favorite bet for the weekend outside of player props? Let me look. This is a good question. Uh, let me pull up these freaking picks. I I feel like this week I had a little more trouble feeling super confident about stuff. Uh, gosh. Yeah. yeah, last week was like almost too good to be true. A lot of people were on the same teams last week. Casey, Green Bay, Pittsburgh. So in like it felt too good to be true. But this week it's really hard to forecast. I'm on the the Chiefs and the Titans. Those are my two favorites. Okay. I have okay. So here's a couple over-unders I like. Got the Cowboys Eagles over 43. And got the Saints Bears under 46. Yeah, under 46. Um, again, the wind is going to be in play there. So absolutely, maybe. Yeah, I like I like both those under. I, like I mean, you have to look at the weather for the Eagles game because it's been disgusting on the East Coast. But if it's like dry, out over, over 43. 43 is such a low number for a Cowboys team that is dreadful. It's looking like uh, a little bit of rain in Philadelphia Sunday night hopefully they reflect that and I can change it to maybe over 42 or something, but, but yeah, all the spreads don't feel super confident about this week. Um, like I said, I took the Steelers plus five, which I like, but the Ravens can always blow them out. Yeah. And a couple of teasers. I, I teased the Titans up to plus two and took over 47 on that one. I like that tease. And then I teased the chiefs down to minus 13. Yeah, if we're, I, I like the Titans in a tease too. I'm debating, I think maybe teasing them with the Packers and the Steelers. You take the Steelers to 10, you take the Titans and Packers to pick them games. So, I mean, I know there's a chance the Packers could blow a divisional game against Minnesota. I don't think it happens. I know there's a chance that the Bengals, nah, there's no chance the Bengals beat the Titans. Oh, no. Now you've said it. Yeah, okay, Joey B. <laughs> so I think that tease is going to be in play for me. And then just watching this stupid Chiefs line is going to be a delight. I can't wait to see him cover the 19. Well, all right, Steve. Thank you. Everyone go to the propsnetwork.com, read his blog where he picks every game of the week, and it might be heavy on the over-unders this week. And yeah. I will catch you next Friday, my friend. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Always fun. Can't wait. We had a blast. Danucci Nation. We're all here for it. And you know that propsnetwork.com is where Danucci Nation has begun. But it's also where bets begin. No, the Props Network isn't a sports book. But it is where smart, smart bettors and new players go before the sports book. Why? Because the Props Network has a few things that all bettors need. Exclusive sign-up bonuses, reporting on weekly promos, free betting picks, and live odds comparison for every football game. A visit to the Props Network before placing a bet guarantees that you'll be wagering with the best available bonus and getting the biggest possible payout if your bet hits. This week at the Props Network, you will get $30 free bets, 
no deposit required from Unibet. Four risk-free bets up to $1,000 at PointsBet with code BONUSPROPS and up to $250 bonus credit when you make a new account at BetRivers. You can make all these deals and more at thepropsnetwork.com. Must be 21 or older to bet online. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. So we've got a lot of great articles on the site. We've got Steve's picking every game on the NFL schedule. You've got old Donnie Sengstack. He has some college football picks. College football has been great. There's good value, especially in the noon slate. Coastal Carolina, I like. Georgia, I like. And we'll be back next week. Um, It's going to be a weird week for sports, but we are going to be just covering sports. We're in the bubble of positivity here. So we're going to be talk, talking NBA, NFL, NCAA, and maybe a little hot stove or even Champions League soccer if I get up early Saturday for a little gambling. <laughs> so download us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere else. And of course, subscribe to the Props Network on YouTube for TPN, The Walk On. This is Joel Walkowski walking off. <laughs>